Hello, Tower Bottoms. It's me, your host, Zach Noe Towers, and this is a podcast about sex. Uh, my guests and I this week talk for an extended period of time, so I want to get right into the episode. Just a couple of housekeeping things real quick. Uh, if you're listening to this on the Friday it comes out, or Saturday, or Sunday even, um, I am headlining the Brea Improv in Southern California, Sunday, June 6th at 7 p.m. Um, also performing on my show, uh, Ali Mikofsky and Jared Goldstein, former guests of the pod you know and love Um, and I'm really excited it's my first time headlining and I would love support I would love to see your smiling faces in the audience and I'd love to give you a big sloppy dry hug after the show Um, merchandise my merch my tower bottom merch is finally available it's on paper8apparel.com just search tower bottom I'll also post that on my socials um, soon 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 Uh, you You can sign up for the Patreon to support this pod. You'll also get some bonus episodes, uh, some videos. And if you pay the largest monthly amount, you get butt pictures. That's right. Um, I shoot for one butt picture a week. So that's four, um, four juicy booties, four, um, well, not, you don't see my impossibly tight pink hole, but it's there. You can feel the energy of the tight hole in, in the picture itself. Uh, And, oh. If you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Every five-star review helps, and every review um, also does uh, a good deal uh, of good for me. So consider doing that. Uh, oh, uh, all you need to know of my guest this week is that he's my new fucking roommate. My former roommate, Bob the Drag Queen, one of the loves of my life, bought a place in Los Angeles, California. Um, So we're all excited for him. He still lives close by, so I will be bugging him. He'll pop up on bonus episodes for sure. Um, But this is my new roommate. He's my friend from St. Louis. I've known him for 12 years. When the room opened up, I offered it to him. He accepted. He moved out of St. Louis and into West Hollywood, California. And boy, oh boy, has he hit the ground running. So without any further ado, this is Full Size Penis with Garrett Haas. Garrett Haas. Are we beginning already? Yeah, this is it. Oh, fuck. Hi. Oh, can I say that? Yeah, you you listen to the pot. Could you imagine okay. if, I, if I was like, no. What, you t- turned a leaf. Now we're a Christian Yeah, Christian household. <laughs> Everybody, this is my new roommate. Bob the Dark, we moved out. Garrett Haas moved in. Hello, everyone. Yay. <laughs> and Garrett also listens to the pod. And he's like not a comedian, but very funny. <laughs> Good answer. (laughs) (laughs) Garrett and I met, okay, uh, probably 13 years ago. And yeah, yeah, about now. 2008, yeah. Oh my God, it's our anniversary. For real. (laughs) Um, I I I graduated college and I went home for the summer to bartend and save money before I moved to LA. And I was at my, the gay bar I worked at. I was picking up like a crate of beer and this person came up behind me, grabbed me by the hips and started humping me. And I like dropped the crate of beer. I like set it down really fast and turned around and Garrett was like, oh my God, I thought you were my friend Lee, (laughs) which is another blonde bartender at this bar. And we've been friends ever since. Yeah. Thanks. You know, 
Zach is actually, I, I can't believe I'm saying this where it can be played back, but Zach is actually a nice person in real life. So <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> shocked. <laughs> he did forgive me for um, assaulting him, essentially. It was uh, hot, and we didn't know about assault back then. It's true. Assault wasn't a thing. Assault was not a thing. We didn't discover it year till years later. Um, and I told this, I don't know if I've ever said it out loud to you before, but I how I've coined our friendship was as a whirlwind friendmance. Friendmance? <laughs> yeah. Instead of bromance? Yeah. Because I guess is bromance reserved for heterosexual men, you think? I mean, I hadn't really thought of We're not bros. It. You and I aren't bros. That's <laughs> for fucking sure. Yeah. <laughs> that, I would Wait, a friendmance? I love how jarring that is to the ears and how <laughs> not smooth it is. Well, I can I can go back to the drawing board. No, I love it. Friendmance. It was because we only hung out. That was probably the beginning of summer. And then we hung out for the next like two to three months. Just like kind of drinking and getting into trouble. Yeah. By the end of summer, we had this epic road trip with our third friend, who is a little bit more uptight than us. Just a tad. Just a tad, more (laughs) tightly wound. He's older than us, right? By like two years. Okay, but okay, so not enough to justify it. Anyway, Jared and I were at this bar. I'll never forget, I was like about to make out with someone who was truly 30 years old, probably. And this guy pulled me aside and said, oh my God, what are you doing? You look so trashy. Like, And I was like, okay, Garrett and I left this friend. I guess we were kind of in the wrong. We Oh, we were absolutely in the wrong. <laughs> it was just the three of us. We were staying at my friend's house in Chicago. We left him because he was being mean to us. He, I mean, we were still in the wrong, but the way that he scolded you was a little, it, a little okay, much. Okay, dad, yeah. weird gay dad. Like if I want to make, first of all, I've never not made out with someone I didn't want to. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, I've made out with plenty of people I didn't want to. But, like, <laughs> no one's ever stopped me from making out with someone. So, anyway, we, like, leave him. We don't answer our phones. We don't answer texts. Did he say it via text? You know, I think it might have been in a voicemail. Okay. He scared the crap out of us. And he was our ride home the next day. So, Gary and I are like, okay, we get train tickets. Or like, you were like, my mom will pick us up. <laughs> like, I was... <laughs> 12. I call, I'll call my mom and she'll drive five hours to pick one five way to pick us up. Five is being kind. It's probably a six hour drive. But uh, it was an option, you know. It was. And he left his voicemail and he's like, I can't believe you guys are doing this. You're such white trash pieces of shit. <laughs> and so ever since then, Garrett and I call each other WTPOSs um, for white trash pieces of shit. Yeah, it's, our, like, it's our own little personal term of endearment for yeah, one Yeah, how's another. Merry Christmas, my little WTPOS. <laughs> anyway, so that guy, he did, um, like, we all, we slept somewhere else that night, and he went back to my friend's house. Yeah. And then the next day, I swear, he said, like, I'm going to pick you up. Don't. Like, get in. Say, don't speak don't, to me. Don't speak. And we we're like, okay. And then I think we got, we like stopped at Applebee's maybe on the way home. Something along that lines. Yeah. And I was, I, one of us said something like, what are you white trash pieces of shit going to order? <laughs> and then it we all you. laughed. Yeah, I know. It was me. We all laughed and like, we are not very much friends with that person anymore, <laughs> but our friendship has survived. Yeah. I mean, I've spoken to him a few times over the years and there's no ill will. Um, I mean, no, he, I would hope not. He moved out of St. Louis shortly after you did, honestly, within a year or so. So, um, did he go to Chicago? Yeah. Okay. And cool. then maybe, 
I don't know. He might have been even been in Los Angeles for a while. I don't know. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but he wasn't in St. Louis much anymore. So I didn't. I I think he might have been one of the first people I ever knew. Never uh, at first men ever uh, I knew to wear foundation, like makeup. You know, I forgot about that, but yes. And my internalized homophobia was at its strongest when I was twenty-two. And I remember being like, well, I mean, he was still my friend, obviously, but I remember being judgmental about it. Huh. You know, I'm remembering it now, but it was not as, um, I didn't notice it as much. I think it was a mix of like light makeup and bronzer. He just always had I like mean, kind of like. 2008 bronzer was definitely. Yes. I think, dude, I think like we're like not puka shells, but like we were just off the, you know, the what's it called? The little um, white necklaces. Puka shells. Oh, is that puka shell? Which are back. No, that not on my watch. I've seen people walking around with them on. Los Angeles, California? Yes. Wow. See, and this is this actually I do believe that. Because every young person I see now, like every like 14-year-old looks like an extra from Clueless. Like it's like baggy, you know, low rise, like just like why it's wild. Should I just get out ahead of it and start wearing three? polos <laughs> yes pop collar should i do it <gasps> oh my god get out ahead of the kids they'd be like look at this old guy wearing our clothes <laughs> i'm like babe we were we were pioneers as far as i know we were the first people to double up polos i mean it was a look maybe cavemen did it <laughs> <laughs> two pelts yeah it's like it's a thing <laughs> one long sleeve pelt one short sleeve pelt um this is so great oh but garrett uh moved to los angeles when bob moved out i told him i had the bedroom and he he took advantage and now we're roommates and i think it's going really well i took well. advantage of getting the bedroom oh what did i say you just said took advantage i wanted oh to, oh i wanted to clear things no, up pr worded me <laughs> <laughs> i said i was really lonely because my roommate moved out and then he flew out to r word me um <laughs> no he took advantage of the open bedroom thank you and um yeah, and I think it's been going really well. I've been telling everyone, like, you're very Midwestern. Like, you're very polite and, like, do you want me to turn this light off? Do you want me to open this door? Do you want me to lock this door? Do you want me to close this thing? <laughs> it, you, you've slowed down on it a little bit, but it was very adorable to watch at the beginning. Well, thank you. Just, you know, just wait. Well, I think, and this is the difference, and sorry to the Southern listeners out there, mm. but I think us Midwesterners are truly polite. <gasps> oh, and you think Southerners are I think are Southerners fake are fake polite. Oh! <gasps> I think See, it's like sugary sweet, but it's not sincere. Okay, I but I think and I that's think most in the Midwest too. I think the Midwest has a lot of passive aggressiveness okay, going on, right. and I think they'll. It's that whole would rather like eat shit than say the word. Do you know what I mean? Like very like puckered, like mm-hmm, like. Do you I'm follow? Not sure, I'm not sure I do follow. Eat shit than say it. I would much rather say the word shit than eat shit. I'll I know. Tell, I, think that's, that I think that's the phrase. Oh, they wouldn't say shit if they had a mouth full of it. Oh, I've never heard that before. Well, Midwestern. I like it, though. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say shit if they had a mouth full of it. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of a mouth full of shit. Oh no! So my, Garrett's last sexual experience. <laughs> no, thank God. So my great grandmother eats shit. <laughs> well, wait for it. No. So when my mother was in her like early twenties, twenty twenty one, twenty two, her grandmother was widowed and lived alone, and she had no sense of taste or smell. 
and she had left the gas stove on several times. No. So the family was like, someone needs to move in with grandma. And so my mom moved in her with her and they were like two swinging singles. Like <laughs> <laughs> both on but, Tinder, both swiping. <laughs> exactly. And anyway, my grandmother had like a chihuahua. No, my great grandmother had like a chihuahua or something. And one day she thought she saw a milk tut on the ground. And she picked it up and popped it in her mouth. And it was a chihuahua turd. No. (laughs) No. This is family legend. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) maybe. Folklore. It's it's an urban legend. Wait, no. And she chewed it? Yeah. And then spit it out. I think so, yes. Because otherwise we wouldn't know the second half of that story. You know what I mean? She's like, I had the worst milk dud today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Go great grandma, yeah. you Looney Tune. Yeah. We're trying to adopt. Garrett doesn't fully know this. I'm trying to adopt a Chihuahua mix of some sort. Oh, I'm, I support it. Okay, good. Yeah, because I just didn't know if you like. Oh, you like all dogs. I keep thinking you yeah. don't like certain dogs. Mm. Um, okay, but to get more on tasks. Sorry. You know what's a no? Don't see there it is again. They're Midwestern, <laughs> and you didn't mean it though. That's Southern of you. <laughs> I will say. I am getting better at this, but I used to say sorry compulsively. Oh, for like sure. Like people bump into me and I go, sorry. Or people say, can you not say sorry so much? And your instant reply was, I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I reserve it now for when I actually mean it, which makes my apologies a little bit more real. Oh, for sure. But sometimes also I'll say sorry to pacify the person because I don't, I'll be in the right and I just don't care. I'm just oh, like, absolutely. I'm really sorry about that mu- miscommunication, even though I know it's their fault. Well, I know this is taking us on another tangent, but similarly, I, I used to always return or ex- receive a compliment and then return a compliment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yep, now, yep, if yep. I sincerely have a compliment to give, I will. But if not, but if you don't, say thank I just you. say thank you. And Same. some people <gasps> don't like that. They, you can tell. They thought we had like this. They said it to get something back. Mm -hmm. You got, oh my God, act without expectation. It's one of things I've adopted years ago. Only do the thing if you're okay with just doing the thing. You know what I mean? It's like you and I talked about loaning people money. Yeah, you have to pretend like it's gone. Or like I use the word loan, but whatever. Giving money. Give it expecting not to give it back. When someone says, can I borrow $500? If you say yes, just know you're probably not going to see the $500. And that's the only way to save a friendship, I think, over it. Okay, but and you know this question's coming, and I think you have a problem with it. Um, but how do you define sex? I don't have a problem with it. Well, I, you did a few days ago. <laughs> no, I said, I think, I didn't say I think it's problematic. I said, I think. I didn't say it's problematic. <laughs> now you're putting words in my mouth, bitch. <laughs> so I do appreciate the broad spectrum that you allow your guests to, um, navigate the definition of sex within and i think that that's totally fair that someone could say um it's a vibe it's a vibe it's a you know it's a physical touch it's this it's a that and i greatly appreciate that and i do think that people should have their own definition however i think that there <laughs> for legal and medical purposes <laughs> does need to be a more concrete Oh, I said that word. Concrete? I don't know what happened there. I don't either. <laughs> you got British or something all of a sudden. Concrete. There you go. Is that better? Did I say it right that time? That one sounded weird too, but... Oh, we're just... Uh, let's go... S- definitive. 
There you go. <laughs> Explanation. Literally, de- definitive yeah. definition. definition of sex. God. Um, I used to be smart once upon a time. I can't vouch for you, actually. <laughs> um, but I do think there needs to be a more clinical legal definition for certain aspects of our life. Yes. Like if someone was like, did you have I sex was, or I, didn't or like, you? I was sexually assaulted and they were, they go to the police and like, well, he the vibe was just real bad. <laughs> like, like that's, you Officer, know, you don't understand the You don't vibes. understand like that. I got a bad sexual vibe from that person. You we need to arrest them immediately. Honestly could be headed in that direction with people being like oversensitive. Like he made me feel threatened. Do you know what I mean? And I say he, but it could have been a she or a they. Which I don't think is, again, I don't think people should be made to feel a certain way, but I think for there to be legal repercussions. So then, okay, Judge Judge Haas. But for me, (laughs) what sex is, I definitely like your definition of, or whoever said it, anything you can get an STD from. How apropos. (laughs) I might have just been treated recently. And by recently, I mean today. An hour ago. Um, There are are antibiotics coursing through my roommate's veins right now. Welcome to LA. Yeah. Wait, you've been here Uh, less than a month. Oh, no. Five weeks tomorrow. Five Five weeks weeks tomorrow. tomorrow. But we can say maybe you got it on your month anniversary. Yeah. That's cute. Thank you. You got got June 1st gonorrhea. (laughs) That's pride gonorrhea. (laughs) Uh, and am I ever proud? <laughs> Who needs bouquet of flowers when you got a bouquet of discharge? <laughs> Precisely, a thermos of discharge. Um, but yeah, so I think that definition definitely serves. Do you know who you got it from? I don't. Do you have to text some people? Probably. Oh, okay. That's so not that's the a answer. Yes. That's a yes. <laughs> Garrett's Garrett came from St. Louis, where it's very dog eat dog, every gay for himself. I think. And you said you guys all share STDs yeah. quite frequently. Yeah, it's and for in like 2016 or 17, it was the highest <gasps> percentage. Is that when like prep got popular? <sighs> we have to blame this on something. That. Just I know that prep is somewhat to blame for. An increase in STDs, STIs. I think, I mean, not to say that there aren't several other conservative Midwestern or, you know, Southern states, Bible Belt, but I think it's just kind of like this, they just think ignorance is bliss. And, you know, if they're not someone that shows symptoms, they would rather party on, just pretend like they don't have it. Also, there's like a big issue in like the DL scene. Oh, for sure. Where, you know, guys do it in secret and then they don't want to tell their doctors that. Like, why do you have gonorrhea in your asshole? You know, yeah. preacher La- Larson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both yeah. of them. Absolutely. They flipped. <laughs> They're yeah. two preachers who flip. Or, or preacher Lewis. Who did them both. Yeah. Who was who was <laughs> in that Eiffel Tower situation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. So Oh you yeah, do... definition of sex. So I think Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you and I well. We have not had sex. No, you just no, said you and no. I. No, but like I was going to say, we've we've had a lot of conversations lately just as roommates and friends. And I don't want to like jump ahead too far in the conversation. But I think I told you about an instance where I woke up to find a gentleman. <gasps> a gentleman to... is not the word at all. No, actually. A, a man. A man. Um, I'd fallen asleep on his couch with. A dick burglar. Yeah. And I woke up to him sucking my dick. And was I, your dick into it? I don't think so. And okay. I rolled over and just pretended like I was still asleep and like I didn't make a thing of it. But the point being was, 
and this is kind of with that def oh this when it comes to definition where a year later i was so this happened in chicago i was back in chicago a le- year later and a friend of his uh well actually turned out to be his roommate which is weird because he wasn't there when i met the first party sure. and he said you know i'm really into you and it doesn't matter to me that you've hooked up with my roommate and I and he's referring to the guy who sucked Garrett's dick in his sleep. Yes, and I said, you know, I was going to let this slide, but, but now that I understand that he's going around telling people that we had a sexual encounter, like a consensual yeah. sexual encounter, like, I'm going to like call it out for what yeah. it is. Yeah. But so anyway, it's going to be kind of in that instance. It would be like that was not sex. That was rape. I. Something. Yeah. A, it's okay. A, a, an you assault, I guess. Were, I don't know. You were, it was against It was it, non consensual. Yeah, non consensual sure. sex. But also, again, same thing. And I, I also, even if it had been consensual, if someone, if I sucked someone's dick or vice versa and they told people we had sex, I would not like that. <gasps> okay, because you grew up with, and I did too, sexes. Penetration. Yeah. Well, mouth, that's mouth penetration. I guess so. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind if someone said we hooked up or we had or we had um, oral 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 sex, even if they that's the qualifier. Sure. And that might be my own hang up. But to me, one is more intimate than the other. And I don't like um, I do think oral sex is more intimate than anal. Did you turn the mic off? Oh, no. Uh-uh, it still says on. OK, great. Sorry, I just, um, you know, I it's funny you say this because. Growing up, my family was never ashamed to talk about sex, but we were not an overly like, oh, let's talk about sex all the time. Of course. Well, but, that'd be weird. But by the time I, like, let's say I entered my early 20s, my mom was just like no holds barred. Like she just felt like we could talk about anything. And you were gay at this point? Yes. Okay. Um, came out to my parents when I was 22. Oh, okay. Almost 23. Damn, um, wait, you were straight in college. I mean, I didn't. You act practice. on my gay. Oh, I didn't practice my gay ness, but I did have sex with a female in college. Right, you were straight in college. Sure, performatively. Yes, performatively. Yes, I'm yes, just yes. all I want to say is I'm just saying you like missed a lot of college. Dick. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, That's, that make that breaks my heart because the and, college and, dick was you and me both bountiful. <sighs> anyway, okay, sorry. Your mom like to oh, talk about so, anal oral so. so Basically, so one time she was, she basically explained to me that in, you know, prior to her getting married, like she and her girlfriends would much rather have had vaginal sex than ever have oral sex. Like that was much more, they'd been like, they saw, and I said, so to me, the analogy, at least for straight people was like to 1975 is oral sex as is to 2015 anal sex. Like it's having its, it's moment. Like, it's like, well, no, it was like pushing the <gasps> frontier. Oh, for straight people. oh, shut up! Oral yeah. sex was like, I'm not putting his oh, dick in my no, mouth. Like, filthy. Like <gasps> I would never. That it pee comes out of it and like. Whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Ask Tony next time you're on the phone. With her. <laughs> <laughs> or should we call her now? We could. We could. She'd be pretty open about it. Oh, you should be like, oh, yeah. I didn't suck that much dick. <laughs> I, that's so funny. Wait, wait, wait. But I just find it. So that means that now teenagers 
it's gonna they're gonna straight teenagers that is there's I want you to know that Garrett's holding the microphone with his pinky up like it's <laughs> uh like it's a, a fancy like, dick like, well I think I'm afraid to touch this connector down here no, like I mean, I'm just, gonna make just don't pull it open but I would say you know talk into the mic oh there we go okay why well, it's none of us picking up just worry about not turning it off and on and you should be fine okay thank you I forget that no one not everyone holds a microphone regularly all the time you're like just hold it like it's a dick and then i'd be like and then oh uh, uh, it goes down into your stern to your sternum choking noise oh, oh, oh but like it's my butthole so i'm like yeah toss whatever you want in there it's literally my butthole yeah and not nothing against my impossibly tight pink butthole but it's it's a butthole yeah i'm like but, do your worst no but i'm wondering though but like the if, mouth, if for straight people will the butt become like a precursor to vagina. Like the vagina is this most sacred. Yeah. But like you can put it in my butt, but like that's the most sacred is my vagina. I just feel like, but I feel like vagina is the most fun, potential fun for girls. For girls. Yeah. I wish I had a, like a third hole. Like if they could put a hole. I could help you with that. Ew. We have knives in the kitchen. Oh my God. <laughs> this turns into seven. Um, no, if they just like, yeah, if they added a hole between like and where your taint is. Yes. That'd be awesome. Because I bet it still kind of hit the prostate. Like, at, you know, externally. IP. Trademark Zach Towers. Wait, what's the IP? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Intellectual property. That's yours. Taint hole. <laughs> taint hole. You invented um, it. The toll. <laughs> Pull, pull, and toll. You got to pay the toll. Um, okay, do you remember the first thing that made you horny or made your coochie tingle? So, I definitely... Had, I When I was very young, like, I don't really think of having sexuality as prior to, like, the beginning of puberty. But I definitely had, like... I was, like... Um, Infatuation? Territorial. Okay. Infatuated, etc. with certain boys. Okay. Um, there was Steven Smith when I was very young. My From mom American Dad. Yes. My mom babysat him. And I remember we would be in the basement and we were either like playing house or something. Okay. That's and pretty I, gay. One of us would put on Mrs. Potato Head's lips in between our lips and then we would kiss. So it wasn't actually like mouth on mouth. But it was pressure. But it was like. The like, action. Yeah. Like I think we knew that if we kissed our actual like skin to one another that that was like a no no. Yeah. You could get herpes. <laughs> so that was one. And then the other is your. Remember. Okay. So the other thing that people listening may not know. Oh wait. Don't say this person's last name. Oh just I won't. In case. Okay, I won't. Cool. But. Zach and I went to the same school district for a period of time. Yeah. But I'm a year older, both in both chronologically and in school. Despite his best effort to get failed. That's exactly. (laughs) So then I moved away after sixth grade. So then when Zach and I met each other in our 20s, there were people that we knew in common because then he had gone to high school with them, even though that I had gone to grade school with these people. So... You know who? Yeah. I had a big... My good friend's brother. Yeah, I had the hugest crush on him from like the day I met him in second grade. And he was cool. He was like dreamy. He had the best hair. He... Yeah. There was just something about him. He was very charismatic. I haven't seen him in a minute, but I don't think he's maintained it. He's... I've seen pictures. He's... I mean, he's he's not doing as well as you and I, but... (laughs) But, um, I also think he has several children. 
Yeah, like four or five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so he... But I, I, oh, you remember being... I was very, like, infatuated, like, wanted him to be my best friend, quote-unquote. Sure. Unquote. Looking back, it was... Real me energy. Yeah, like, I. it was like I wanted him to be, like, my first little boyfriend, I think. Oh, if we were being born right now, we would, like, get to have that, I think. I can't even imagine. I know. It was so... We were still in, like, stealthy gay... Mm-hmm mode and then first time i knew something was up well that i knew what i was because i knew i was different but when i realized what gay was and that's what i was i was watching real world san francisco (laughs) and there was pedro wait is that the first season second okay new york was the first oh new york was i didn't know that okay and then and then san francisco was the second and pedro was this very very handsome i think he might have been cuban i'm not sure and he was handsome and charming and i remember just thinking he was so handsome and then they explained that he was a man who liked other men and i was like i like all of a sudden this light bulb went off and i was like oh my god and it I'm was like Pedro. a great revelation but then i also like went into like a little depression sure for weeks or months because i they also you know in that win on that show they talk about dealing with homophobia and yeah he ended up actually passing from aids shortly after the show aired yeah oh was he hiv positive on the show mm-hmm. yeah wow yeah. yeah that's really pushing the envelope for yeah. mtv i yeah, feel he like he got married on that season to a guy i think his name was sean oh my god yeah. and died later and then died within like a year or two of it airing. oh my god yeah, very sadly so that probably didn't help your vision of what it was like to be different not a lot Wow. But again, just kind of buried it down deep. So then I shared the beginnings of this with you yesterday. But so then full on coochie tingles. Yes. Um, I was 13 and we went to visit my uncle who lives in San Francisco. (laughs) Bad start to the story. (laughs) (laughs) And he's part owner of a alcohol distributorship. So it turns out when you provide people with their liquor, it opens up a world of favors to you that people would not imagine. Oh, sure. Like dinner, table. Dinners, tickets. Shows. Like people okay. want to do favors for you. So my family, my my mother, father, and myself went out there, and he didn't know that I was a little homo that didn't care about sports. So he arranged for me to be a guest bat boy at a professional um, baseball game. That sounds miserable. Right. Miserable. You have to like collect the bat? Yeah. Okay. So... We get to the game early. We meet someone at some gate or whatever. They whisk you away. Whisk me away. There's this kid. I was 12 or 13. He was probably 14 or 15. And he did this like regularly. So they had like a a guest uniform for me to put on. So I suited up and the whole bit. And it was kind of just like, I mean, I think that kid was kind of irritated. Like it was like, why am I going to have to like. You're in his territory. Yeah. Um, But he was like, this is what you do anyway. But as I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready in the locker room with the professional male athletes. Oh, my God. And I've never seen a grown man naked before in my life. At this point? At 13, yeah. No. What about pool, pools? No. Oh, okay. Maybe like, okay, so I've never seen a grown man under the age of 77. <laughs> <laughs> like an, a pro yeah. athlete. Yeah. So I see these... You know, and granted in baseball, some of them, you know, are chubby, but like a lot of them are athletic men. So these Have you are, seen baseball players nowadays? Yeah. They're like all hot college 
But even go- even golfers are hot now. Crazy. They Gol- used to be old fat men. Grandpas. Yeah. Now golfers even have like smoking hot bodies. Damn. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. Yeah. But so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So here I am. You know, I'm that little emoji. The, the you know this one with the like. He's prying his eyes open. <laughs> the shock one. Yeah. Or the one that's like. <laughs> You know, looking to the side, just the two, just the two eyes, just the two eyeballs. Yeah, the creeper like, trying to stare at everything without. Oh, when you're seeing like bush and like full dick size swinging, full yes. size, yes, <laughs> like and I full rem- size penises. <laughs> and I remember like remarking at like the different shapes and sizes. Like some were thick, Cut, uncut, like, thick and shorter. One guy's was really long, but it was kind of skinny. Wow, and just like, and I was definitely and like. You know when a guy's athletic and his butt from the side has that like dimple, dimple in it. I have that. Like those. Oh. <laughs> I'm like you know, like, you know when guys are really athletic and have that dimple. You're like, I've got it. <laughs> Kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, and so that was you pretty, saw the dimple. Yeah. So it was pretty remarkable. I I just love penises so and much. And then at one point though, on a non-sexual note. I'd rather not. I, we're sit, I got to sit in the dugout and the kid that um, actually like knew what he was doing left to go get an undershirt for one of the players. He actually ended up, his name is Ken Caminetti and he ended up dying of a cocaine overdose oh, shortly wait, thereafter. The bat boy? No, 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 no. The baseball oh. player. But he, 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 he the wanted- Fast times of a bat boy. He, he played, so- he wanted, um, he played for the Padres back then and he wanted a new undershirt every inning and it's like, this is- because he was sweating? Suspicious. Yeah, because he was high. Wow. And so... Um, Would he change in front of you? I can't remember. But so he wanted a new undershirt all the time. So the yeah. kid ran and left me alone. And I'm sitting in the in the dugout. Just, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And one of the players looks over and he's like, hey, kid. I'm like, you know, like huh? What? And he goes, do you want break or something? <laughs> <laughs> there was a bat? I was, yeah, there was a bat out at the um, at the diamond, and I hadn't gone and gotten Stop. it. Stop. Yeah. So, but because anyway. wait, because you're you're the older boy wasn't there to guide. Yeah, you or he whatever. Wasn't, he, he was wasn't, like, go get it. He wasn't there to be like, go get it. So. You were like a puppy, like fetch. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Oh my god. Wait, were you tall at this point? Garrett's yeah. like six. How tall? Are you? I'm a little over six two. That's so cool. I've been six two since I was. 14. Wow. And then I stopped growing. Thank God. Thank God he's right. Um. Okay, so then how did you... What What about your first time kerming? I was watching Howard Stern. Yikes. And... And Howard Stern did it for you? No, it was an episode about a girl that was trying to break their gangbang record. <laughs> On air? Um. They were interviewing her and then they would like cut to after the fact they interwove scenes from the actual gangbang. Okay. So she, I think she was trying to have sex with 500 guys. Oh my God. Yeah. And so they actually were having to like ice her vagina. Wait, this actually sounds familiar. Did, was she also maybe on like Maury or something? I mean, if you've, Broken the world gang You're, bang you're doing a press tour. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> once, once, once your labia grows back, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna send you on the road. Wow. But like, I don't know if it was her or what. Like, but I just started like 
I noticed that I had an erection and then I was like, it felt, I, then I like touched it and I noticed that it felt nice. Wait, cause you were talking, cause they were talking about I it. Think so I think it was less that I was attracted to her, but just like talking about sex in general. Yeah. And all these men was arousing. Yeah. You were putting yourself in her yeah. position. And I, and so then the first, and then it like, I came and it was like kind of terrifying, honestly. Yeah. And, uh, but it, I mean, it felt good, but it was also like, what happened? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Or yeah. So. I like cum cummed. I like came water the first time I came, I think. I don't remember the consistency. Mine was first I learned in a book. It said what masturbation was and oh. I was like, that can't be right. And then I started doing what they what they were telling do me. My own <laughs> I was research. Like, what? Yeah, and then I started like moving my dick around and I was like, Okay, it's inflating. <laughs> and then I came water and then I was like, Okay, cool. Can I do that all the time? And the next thing it was uh, to undressed. That okay. MTV soap opera. I'm just do you glad that it? you don't. I do. I'm just glad that you don't apply this um, research to everything that you disbelieve. <laughs> like, oh, if I drop a, a, a hair dryer in a tub, someone will be electrocuted. <laughs> That's not and you're real. like, you, you see me in the bathtub. You're like, I don't believe that you're gonna die if I drop this in there. <laughs> Garrett also took a bath for the first time. We have a separate bathtub and shower, and I swear, I've never really seen water in the tub. It works. Great. It holds water. That's. Great. <laughs> oh, but undressed. Oh, I absolutely remember undressed. Oh, and it would be like 13 seconds of dudes like peeling each other's shirts off and like making out. Mm. And I was just like, Ugh! oh, yeah, it was very erotic. I got to beat it off. <laughs> People are like fully like walking around through the house and like, <laughs> anyway. You have to do what you had to do. My mom was convinced that I loved that game, Ski Free. Do you remember Ski Free on Windows? It was one of the no. free games. It was a little ski game. A lot of people did Mind Sweep, but my game of choice, it was called Ski Free, and you could use um, you could use the mouse, but you could also just use the arrows and the space bar, okay. and you would ski down this hill, okay. and you got points anyway, and that was what I would, when my parents would come into the family office while I was looking at porn, I would minimize everything, sure. and then be like, oh, just playing Ski Free. She's like, God, so you're they, always playing that game. Exactly. <laughs> and then get this then she started playing and she's like it's if it's so fun i should check it out <laughs> <laughs> she comes in she asks you to show her how and you have no idea how to play it you're like uh pretending like i was playing mahjong <laughs> <laughs> what are the rules i'm like uh <laughs> that's so f i the only game i remember is snood did you ever play that i thought that was on um i thought that was on phones <clears throat> no i mean i played it on a desktop computer Snood. It's like little faces and like you shoot them. It's like Tetrisy vibes. Oh, yep. I remember it now. And you, you explode wanted to, them. Yep. 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 I do remember that now. <clears throat> okay. So then once you start jerking off, I'm sure like most boys, you were off to the races. Like yeah, you jerk off yeah. a ton. And then what's, do you remember the first sexual experience you had with another human being? Hopefully it was a human being. <sighs> yes. Um, in college, there were a few girls that we did making out, and I touched their boobs. Was that the first college? You didn't touch another human being till college? I, yes. Some girl kissed me when I was 10, but it was like a peck. Sure. Um, but like... And it was your aunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, was... we decided to keep it I light. I still remember her full name. Don't Dan... say it. <laughs> She's not around. Danielle, and she had a very unique last name. Her last name was Simone Pietri. Wait, was she a Muni person? I don't know. I know that last name. Maybe. Wow. But yeah, you just blew her cover. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she didn't want to be known as the girl who kissed the guy with ass gonorrhea. 
<laughs> we had not explicitly said what it was, but <laughs> I guess now the audience knows. Um, um, okay, so then, wow. Okay, so then high school. So high school, no, I, I, I but don't you had think. crushes on boys and you knew, at this point, were you willfully staying in the closet? Absolutely. But you were like jerking off in your head and to visuals of men? No. Oh. I would always, I only watch straight porn. But you looked at the penis. But I did, I denied it. And I would actually make myself jack off to lesbian porn to prove to myself Stop. that I yep, to like so that I removed men from it altogether. So like, oh, there is a chance that I so could be wait, straight someday. Do you know why you stayed in the closet? I think it just must have just been societal because my parents were fine. Yeah, they never I never heard them say negative things about gay people. Yeah. I mean, the worst they ever said. And I think that this was just very common for the era was when Will and Grace came out. I think they said something to the effect of. We're okay with it, but why does it have to be so in your face? That, I mean, which is... That 22-minute show yes. in a lineup of all heterosexual so, stuff. So, I mean, I, and maybe that, and maybe I'm putting that on them and they never even said it, but if they ever said anything negative, that would have been the worst extent of anything they would have ever said. Totally. So, again, I think it was just societal. Yeah. You know? Um, I think there's also something... Were you made fun of for being gay? Oh, absolutely. Same. And I think there was something for me, too, about proving people wrong because i had been lying i've been saying no i'm not yeah so it's like i have to at least stick to my guns i think that's it because i think you're right because i feel like especially i think we all had um you know we had people that were our real friends and sincerely asked because they wanted to be supportive like oh are you gay right and those people you didn't really care but then we had those like those little fucking yeah, assholes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Were like, I were know, probably gay. Like, you're gay. I know you're gay. And you're like, no, no I'm like, not. And like, so like to admit you were gay, then it was like. They're right. They're right. Which is so silly. That, so silly. But like, you didn't want to like be like, let them be right about yeah. something. So, and yeah. And it was a scary time. It wasn't like gay people were put on people's shoulders back then. Oh, no. Um, and like I said, I can remember even. And it's weird because it just shows that there's no perfect way to be a good parent. You know, so for example, I was really fortunate that, you know, I had a proclivity for loving My Little Ponies and Same. and my parents were fine with it. Yeah. They didn't care, which is amazing, which is awesome, especially yeah. for, you know, I'm, you know, for my era. And but that said, I remember being in kindergarten and taking one for show and tell. Oh. And so like it was great that they were supportive. Yeah. But then. You paid I was for not it. prepared for the backlash for the backlash. Like there, there was no like, Oh, and again, I'm not criticizing my parents, but it wasn't like, Oh honey, we know you love them and we love that you love them. But people, people might at be school might not love that you love them. Like even a warning like that might've been like, Hey, listen up. There are a lot of little assholes out there. Yeah. If someone's mean to you, cause you like this, you have my permission to hurt them. Yeah. So no, like okay. I said, I, so I, was kidding, I think but. again, like that was the only thing. And again, it's no way a criticism of my parents. Like it's just an area where being supportive kind of backfired. Sure. Will. Yeah. Because I, I went in thinking like, oh, everyone's going to think my new My Little Pony is as amazing as I do. Yeah. And they didn't. <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what the name of the My Little Pony was? I don't. I remember it was a mail order one. One that you couldn't get in the store. Oh, my God. So I loved My Little Pony so much that there was a point where on the back of the box, you could mail away for a catalog. 
And wow. you could then get My Little Ponies that were not as readily available in the store, mail order. Fascinating. And so, you know, when you're a kid, you love getting mail. Oh, my God. And so when it was like, one, I'm getting mail. And two, it's a... No one else is going to have this little My Little Pony. It's exclusive My Little Pony. So, like, I was so jazzed of to course. take it to of show Of course. And tell. But anyway. It didn't didn't paint it. Now look at you. I think so. I have no tattoos. I've always thought though, if I ever were to get a tattoo, <gasps> it would be of a My Little Pony. Get it on your upper arm. That or, or jumping through like a rainbow, jumping yeah. through a butthole, jumping through it. your butthole. Yeah. Once the spawn goes down. Once it's or maybe now it's the perfect time to photograph it. It'd be like nice and red and like Sick. bumpy. <laughs> It'd be textured. Gross. <laughs> Um, okay, so girls in college were your first. Is that the who's the first person you had an orgasm with? A girl. A girl. My friend Diane. Oh my god, I met her recently. Yeah. Shout She's out, one Diane. One of my closest friends. Um, um, um. Did you have sex or did? Uh, yeah, we had sex. Wow. Probably, probably three to five times in one night. No, I mean we could have because oh. it lasted a whole. 25 really <laughs> well that's good that's good for the straight part of you yeah. like the oh i couldn't even hold my load guys <laughs> and Sleep. diane's like it was awful <laughs> well, let's not get her perspective <laughs> wait were you guys dating yeah wow and she goes back and she tells the story now where all her like sorority sisters are like diane you're dating a gay guy and she's like well i mean probably but <gasps> really <laughs> yeah. that's like, so funny yeah Ah, uh, okay then. What's what was your first experience with a boy besides Miss Potato Head? <laughs> um, so I had an internship in New Jersey, oh, Brad, in two thousand and seven, and so I lived in uh, Union City, which is right near Hoboken, and so I more like Homoken. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Homoken. They should rebrand. They should. If they're uh, smart, property value would go up. Instead uh, of hobo, you know for homo. Exactly. <laughs> um, but so um, so again, here I am. I'm 22 at this point. Have already had sex with Diane. Broken up, whatever. Um, still haven't acted on anything gay, but I know it in my heart of hearts. <laughs> so I'm on my laptop. This is before smartphones or anything. Sure. So I Google gay bars. I'm like, I'm however many miles from home. I'm not going to run into anybody I know. If this I, is exciting. Yeah. Like I was excited. Like, so I go to uh, a bar called The Cage in Hoboken. <laughs> and I don't know how gay nightlife works. So I show up at like eight, which is late enough for straight people to go out. But, but too early. Way too early. Gay men don't go out at eight. And um, so there were like six people there. And... The median age was 70. Sure. And you're like, and I was 22. And so when I walked in, I think I looked so out of place and like a deer in the headlights that the bartender was like, oh, are you looking for the bathroom? <laughs> like, <laughs> like he thought I was just some poor young boy that had to piss so badly. He just <laughs> wandered in. And I was like, uh, no, no, I'm here for a beer. <laughs> uh, and he and the other patrons were lovely. And I decided to be as polite as I could and said, can you recommend somewhere there would be more people like myself? <laughs> Young, hot people. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you said. And so uh, they told me to get on the path train, which is the train that goes under the river into the city, into Manhattan. 
And they said to get off at Christopher Street and just start walking. And they said that's where all the gay bar district, the gay bars are. And the first one that looks friendly to go into. And so I went into a bar called The Duplex. <gasps> it still exists. Yeah. Yeah. They actually did feature it on Will and Grace, I think, a number of times. Sure. It's a piano it's like bar. A, yeah, like a cabaret yeah, yeah, bar. cabaret. So the cabaret was still going on downstairs. So there was an upstairs. And so I just went upstairs because it was just, you know, a little little bar space. And I sat down at the bar and the bartender was this lovely woman named Poppy. She was a lesbian comedian <gasps> who, who had just finished a season of The Biggest Loser and had lost 100 pounds. And she was just sweet as could be. And she was filling me in on the neighborhoods, how it had been um, Chelsea, but now it was transitioning to Hell's Kitchen. I think that's what it was at the time. Um, you know, as which was the hot, hot, hip gay neighborhood and just a very sweet woman. And then she introduced me to a guy and girlfriend of hers that came in later and we had a couple drinks and then I went to some bars with them. And that guy was the first guy I ever kissed. <gasps> Drunken and, and stuff? Not too drunk. I don't yeah, know why I alcohol, asked that. But, but you're like, fine. No, alcohol was involved, but it wasn't yeah. like wasted. Like, oh, so I, how long was the train ride? Like 30 Okay. Minutes. Cool. Yeah. So it was not far. Yeah, like yeah, to get yeah. from Manhattan back to my place was probably forty minutes. Great. So not bad at all, especially when you're not driving. Totally. Um Was he a good kisser? And was it so exciting? It was it honestly, I don't know if he was a good kisser. I remember him his breath not being the best. No. But I but again I was so excited I didn't care. Yeah. I was, was so he excited. Hot? He was fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, have we talked about this? Poppy Kramer? I know. Do you know her? The first gig, paid gig I ever had was on a gay cruise. She was one of the other comics. How weird. I know. Wasn't, well, in my experience, she was so lovely. So lovely. I, she was very funny. She was like a, ha- she kind of like hacky comic. Uh-huh. Like I told my mom I was drinking Goldschlager and she said, Poppy, we're Jewish. We wear gold. We don't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> and like truly like that was like. Her, that was a bunch of her set. You know, she passed away. I do. I don't know how, though. I, I looked it up because I was like, I wonder where she's still around. And I think it's been within the last year or two, unfortunately. Like two, yeah. maybe three, actually, yeah. at this point. But lovely woman, in my experience. I met her one time, but obviously she's made a lasting yeah. impression on me. Wow. Yeah. That's so neat. Yeah, she was She was so kind. Yeah. Wow. And that's funny that that's the first time you and I have ever made that connection. I know. Huh. Thanks, good morning, sodomites. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that guy, you just kissed? Yes. Did you grab his dick? No. So then I tried to hang out with him at least twice more. And he spooked. He was real weird. He was like, I was 22 or 23 at the time, and he was 28. But he wouldn't tell me. Ew. He wouldn't tell me his age. He thought that that was like such a large age disparity that it was somehow inappropriate. Five years? Yeah. So I think he was a little peculiar in general, you know. Maybe again, he was older than twenty eight. No, because I saw his. I snuck a look at his ID. Once. Good for you. Good for um, you. Because once once he started getting weird about not telling me his age, I'm like, I'm gonna find out. What yeah. Is. Um. So then I was like, why? Like, why are you weirded out by five year age difference? Um. But by this time, I had met these two other lovely guys. Um. They both worked, I think, in press or PR for uh, movie studios. Oh, so you got to go to parties? Well, I, well, not movie parties, but um. I'll say their names because they're lovely people. I have only good things to say, but Stephen Moreau was one, and the other one was Derek Del Rossi. Okay. And they were both lovely gentlemen. They were probably in their mid-20s, late-20s. Okay. 
And were they a couple or just no, friends? Just good friends. And I think maybe one had worked at the same studio as the other. I think Derek was a little bit older, a little more senior. So I think sure. Steven had worked maybe under him. I can't. Yeah, remember. he did. Top and bottom, baby. <laughs> but so I remember I was. So at this point, I'd felt adventurous enough now to go to bars on my own. In New York. Yeah. So I just would go to bars. And one Which night. you still to this day do. I do th- do this to this day still. And Garrett um, loves when I leave him at the bars. <laughs> he loves it. On the, like, pr- so on you, the, you on the go home. He's like, You're, I'm good. Bye. <laughs> Bye. And then I shove you and out. And then he kicks me out. <laughs> <laughs> but so here I am looking like, you know, just right off the, the turnip truck. As they say. Not here, they don't. (laughs) Um, As they say on the farm you grew up on. (laughs) But so, and I'm, you know, ordered a drink. So you look fresh as a turnip. Standing there by myself and these, uh, someone walks over and they go, hey, how are you? Like very nonchalant, very chill. And me being 22, freshly gay. Like, so I'm like, I'm great, thanks. How are you? Like, like. Fucking Kimmy Schmidt or something. And yeah, then, and one of them like grabs me by the arm. They're like, "Get over here!" <laughs> like you, you're gonna, you're gonna embarrass yourself or like get kidnapped. You like, gotta get meaner. Like, get over here with us. Aww. And they like they pulled me over. And be like, where are you from? Like, what is like, what's going on? Yeah, what is yeah. up with you? <laughs> and so then there's like four or five of them, and they're like, I'm like, oh well, I'm from St. Louis, and they're like, okay, and they're like well, are you a top or a bottom? And I was like, I don't know. I've never had sex. And they were like, you should have seen their head spin on that. And then, of course, the one that was like the most like queenie goes, well, do you shave your asshole? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, no, why would I do that? He's like, well, you're a top. It was poppy. (laughs) Exactly. So anyway, um, so that was, again, another very memorable evening. But yeah, so those two, Steven and Derek, were like, these are our cell numbers. We go out often. Text <laughs> when you us. said cell numbers, I pictured prison. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are our cell numbers. Swing them by anytime. If you ever wait, need, wait. need to run a kite, just. <laughs> <laughs> wait, did you fuck any of those guys at that table? Um, me and Steven hooked up, but we never had full on as I would we had oral sex okay but we great. never went beyond oral sex wait but then okay we're all everyone's on the edge of their seat when did garrett lose his virginity oh, so um another night i met some rando we were in manhattan he took me back to brooklyn Uh-oh. but it was actually i didn't realize this until it was pride it was pride weekend and you didn't even know i didn't even know it was pride weekend in new york and so he apparently was a big dicked bottom okay but again i didn't know and whatever so he taught me <gasps> and I was drunk when it happened, but I remember having to go back to my internship the next week and I was sore for like your whole. Yeah. Did it feel good at the time uh, or no? I think, but again, I was pretty drunk. Did you prepare to have sex? No. Wow. But, I, I don't but you didn't poop it. on him. I don't remember it being messy by any. Good any for things. you. Yeah. And that's why you live in this household. Yeah. Thank you. Um, did you, was it that a one and done, that guy? He, I think I realized that it was kind of drunk goggles. Oh, sure. Like, he w- he wasn't so much, like, unattractive, but it was just kind of like one of those where uh, I don't like being misrepresented to. Okay. Like, it's like, I think he was like, like, like he sold cell phones at T-Mobile. Fine. Wow. Fine. Uh, wow. Nothing wrong, with that, nothing wrong with that profession. 
but it was like I own a T-Mobile. Ki- kind of. It was like, and th- like that's what I didn't like. I just like, who are you? Yeah, like don't just tell me who you are. Yes. Tell me what you do. I don't care. It's it's more. I just don't like when someone misrepresents who they are. Sure. It. I really don't care who when you people are. Lie. You yes. don't like when people lie. I don't. And so that was a turnoff. And so I was kind of like, mm. I'm not going to deal. So then did you keep getting railed or did you? I don't think I had much. I don't think I, I think I only bottomed maybe. Talking to the mic. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I honestly don't even know if I bottomed any more that summer. Okay. Oh my. I, if you asked me these questions, I would have like, I know my first and second people and maybe my third, but after that, it's a literal blur. I think of the next like time I can very specifically remember bottoming was the following summer. I went to visit my uncle in San Francisco and his wife in San Francisco again. And um, I would bebop over to the Castor district and I met this sexy guy named Peter and we fooled around. And then he invited me to some party at his house and he lived in a new apartment building and we were feeling frisky so at one point he had keys to one of the neighboring apartments that was unfurnished Stop. and we just like took a break from the party and went in the other room and he like fucked me on the floor of an <gasps> unfurnished apartment ah! and then we and then we went back to the party like nothing that's hot it was that's hot it was just the only the only furniture in there the only thing to sit on was his dick right precisely wow yeah. okay yeah Wait, so then, okay, so this is kind of like now your 20s, like what was sex like? So then I got in a relationship. With the guy I know? Yeah. Not the one recently. No. The first one when I was 24. He was not Hawaiian. He was actually half Thai. Hi, I'm so people. sorry. He was what very was his ethnically name? ambiguous. Ray. Ray. Yes, very a Hawaiian eth- name. Very ethnically ambiguous um, looking man. Okay. Um, and... So that's the relationship you got into. Yeah. And we were in it for about two and a half to three years. Wow. And and he was not sexually attracted to me, which I did not. From the beginning? uh, I would say within three months of us being together. Was the dynamic he was a top, you were a bottom? So I I would have said we were both verse. I think he was okay with topping at first, but I think he was more truly a bottom. Oh. And I think that, I don't know. And, but we just didn't have much sex ever. Yeah. And, um, but wow, wow, wow. The sex faded after three months, but you were together two and a half years. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we would do it occasionally, but he would act like he was doing me a favor. Like literally, literally. Yeah. Like, like okay. he, would, like, he would like roll on his side and be like, you can I wanna, fuck me. I want to treat you to his butt. Yeah. And did you take the treat? I would, but I mean, it was did you want than, the treat? I mean, it was better than nothing. Which is what you're getting all the time. Yeah. And were you in this relationship because it satiated some other part of your Yeah, I think life. Well, one, you know, it's again, this is a thing that we touched on earlier, you know. We did not get to do that like relationship training wheels like a lot of totally. people do. We didn't get to fumble. No. So I was just so infatuated and head over heels for this man, you know, because I was yeah, I was twenty four were almost 24 when I met him, but emotionally I probably had the 16. maturity, if that, maybe yeah. 13 or 14. Wow. You know what I mean? Like you pass S- notes to him all the time. Basically. Like check if you like me still. Exactly. And so it was like, I just went from like, you know, zero to 60. Like, And you're just sacrificing left and right. Yeah. 
to be in a relationship. Yeah. Also, like, the heteronormativity of it all. I mean, we did have a lot of fun. I was going to say, what was the dynamic we then? We yeah, like, friends. Were you, like, yeah, res- mutually I think, respectful? I, I mean, except for that he was cheating on me all the time, yes. Oh, otherwise, yeah, yeah, very yeah, yeah, mutually yeah. respectful. Otherwise, yeah. very mutually Did he give respect- you STIs? Yeah, that one. Okay. Well, two, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know at the time that scabies were an STI. Ooh. He, to- he worked in healthcare, and he told me he got them. From healthcare? Yeah. From caring for people's health? Yeah. Not rubbing his fucking dick up yeah. against... Yeah, and uh, I didn't. I was so naive. I just took his word for it. I didn't okay. Google it or anything, and so that was that. And so, I mean, you could get it from like you can touching it's, the wrong person, but like it's, it's from friction. It's, it's from well, it's rubbing. From prolonged. It's from prolonged skin to skin contact. Totally. So maybe he's I've like researched it now. <laughs> <laughs> he or a scabies expert. Yeah. I had scabies um, when I was twenty four. I think. And I went to a holistic doctor who was like, get like charcoal from Whole Foods and Uh. and lavender from this and blah, blah. Fucking two weeks later, I'm still scratching my dick off. And I go to a a clinic and like, you have fucking scabies all over your body. Mm -hmm. They gave me a lotion. I put it on twice. Cured. Yeah. I remember. So annoying. I remember going to the pharmacy to pick up the cream. And they're like, who? Well, no, not even that. This so, this older woman, you know, and I, and it was one of those where someone like lifts you up when you're feeling down. So I appreciated that. Like I walked <laughs> past her, and this woman's like, well, "Aren't you a handsome young gentleman?" And like just out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh!" But in the back of my head, is like, little does she know, I'm riddled with <laughs> <laughs> inf- in- infestation. That there's eggs underneath <laughs> my skin right now. <laughs> Infested. You know the lotion smothers them. Yeah, good. I'm just saying. I know I didn't come in for that from like an animal rights perspective. I just went like that's how it works. It oh, like you and your the vegans are gonna come for us. <laughs> Every scabie is alive because we didn't because we didn't dig them out. And take, yeah, and, and release, put them in a release in them to aquarium. a scabies farm. <laughs> I do wish I could give some people scabies. Oh, for sure. You know, that's one of those, like, when people say I wouldn't wish it on my enemies. No, no, no. I'd wish it on my enemies. I would say it's, I would much rather have gonorrhea or chlamydia oh, fuck any yeah. day any over Any day. Do you, I don't know if y'all know this, but yeah, they, first of all, they lay eggs underneath your skin and that's what hatches and moves around. It's like chiggers, but they can go over, all over your body except for above Above your, your neck, yeah. Um, also, it can live on cloth or fabric for two days so you get to put everything you've touched in a bag or like not sit on your couch mm-hmm. for three days it was a nightmare it's a mind fuck mind fuck all the way um, yeah so he then he gave me gonorrhea rated, cool. and that's when i was like i'm done gonorrhea from his butthole into your pee hole do you know? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And then that's, I have a friend who is in a committed relationship and his partner has given him an STI three times and he like won't leave them. I'm like, you're going to fuck around and get something you can't cure yeah. if you aren't careful. Does he, is he still convinced that this person he, is being monogamous? He thinks every time I talk to him, he's like, he's working on it and he's changed a lot. I'm like, fucking sounds familiar for the past four years you know That's unfortunate i think people some people want it so bad like the relationship of it all or they've put in time like we're all we're in our mid-30s now and it's like 
kind of shit or if I think people think shit or get off the pot or I can't throw this away, quote unquote, it's also fear based. It's like, babe, that's not the partner you want. Again, it goes back to the line. Like yeah. if they were open. Exactly. But it's, like, it's the because fa- it happens. You know, it's like if you're, you know, if people aren't, you know, if they're the type that engage, I'm not judging because I do, but in sex without protection, like it, it would be like, okay, this happens on occasion. Yeah. But if you're under the, under like, the I'm, impression I don't that have we're sex monogamous. With anyone but you. Then. That's fucked up. And then they give you an STI. Yeah, it is. Very fucked up. Okay, so but then so after um the first guy was there a break? Was there a free period? Um, like, did you were you single again the first? Oh yeah, bit? I was single for almost nine years. So you don't have a problem being single? No, not at all. Do you like it? I like it much better than the angst or frustration that can come along from trying to force something that isn't natural. Totally. So, you know, like right now, if I were to meet someone tomorrow and it just felt right, great. But I'm not going to go on two, three dates a week with the intention of finding a committed relationship. Sure. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, as they say, lick gift horse in the mouth. Like if it comes my way, I'm not going to be like, oh, I said I'm not looking for a relationship right now. So you're perfect, but go away. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, you check off six of the 10 boxes that I'm looking for in a partner. So let's try and really force Jam it together. It happen. Like it's, I did that at different points in my life and it's exhausting. I've also to that uh, note, I've been, I've gone on dates with guys who I can tell are molding to me. Do you know what I mean? They're like, they're like sacrificing things, whether or not. I've even expressed interest in them sacrificing things and that's just as unattractive for whatever reason. I'm like, no, 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 like do, do your thing. Mm -hmm. And if we can make this work, great, but like do your thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I've done that in the past as well. Yeah. I've done it from the other end. Sure. Like Like with, you know, it sounds like. Well, that or even just like I went on a few dates, handful of dates with a guy in St. Louis probably four or five years ago and he was much more heteronormative straight presenting even though he was gay you know he's if he's gonna be wearing khaki shorts they're gonna you know break right above the knee he wears pole you know and you know you've fratty seen how, you've seen how i dress and like a little a little slut like exactly. a little a little sailor slut <laughs> garrett dresses like he's gonna like be an attendant on some rich guy's yacht yeah or i like to think that i draw inspiration for magnum pi a little bit okay a little bit magnum penis infection <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Is there <laughs> average PI? <laughs> that's so funny. Um, that's I actually would have to Google image Magnum PI because something's coming up. It's um, Miami Vice is coming up. No, no, um, it's um, Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah Tom but that Selleck. doesn't help me either because I picture him as Richard from Friends. So it's like he wore like very short, like khaki style shorts, like short, like a short, like Reno nine one one. Yes. Okay. And then he would often wear polos. Okay. I don't wear polos as often, but yeah, that's good. But you're yeah. gonna start wearing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um. So then now you're in L.A. You have an STI. What else is on? What's on the docket? Like, what's your sex life like now? So, you know, I feel like I pushed a lot of boundaries in the last three years really yeah go so on i 
you know, I dabbled in just regular sluttiness, just, you know, going home with randos from bars, doing the grinder thing. But Does that not come naturally to you? It didn't used to. Oh, you I like used, there was a period grip on. Yeah, there was a period where I had like rules like I had to know someone's first and last name and I had to have whatever to hook have up with them, them in their phone. Yeah, like have these things. And then even for a while, once I would do hookups, like I would maybe have a couple drinks before they came over because I wanted to be like Lucy goosey. Yeah. We're now if nine, you know, I can if I can just hook up with someone if I've decided that's what I want to do. Um, but as far as maybe different fetishes or groups or things that's where i definitely have like opened up <gasps> go on so wait, wait, group sex so i don't know if i've told you about this yet. i can't wait so i when did it happen paint the scene so i was at market days which is a big street festival gay street festival in chicago yeah okay in the summer of 2019 i want to say and i met a friend of a friend and he was really fun. We hooked up at Steamworks with another guy. Um, uh, and so, but we exchanged numbers. Didn't see him again then. But then I knew I was coming to LA for Labor Day weekend. Okay. And I had gotten confused. I thought he lived in LA, but he lived in San Diego. So I said, hey, I'm going to be in LA. It would be great to connect. And what did you guys, what did the three of you guys do in Steamworks? Like jerked each other off? There were, actually, there might have been a fourth guy. So there's rooms. You can get little rooms okay. in the bathhouse. And I think we kind of like flipped around. You fucked each other? Yeah. Like oh all God, four Oh, God. Okay. And actually, this is kind of hot, but like piggy. But like at one point when I came. He used lube. One, one guy grabbed lube. my cum and used it as lube for another guy. Ah! <laughs> and that's why gay men are resourceful. <laughs> that's some MacGyver, MacGyver shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh? If they haven't done that, por- more IP right here, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, okay, okay. So, so I love anyway, that you breeze past that. We fooled around at Steamworks. Well, I kind of had to like... You fucking cum-swapped yeah, buttholes. Yeah, more of it. So okay. That was, so then I tell him, oh, I'm going to be in LA. He's like, oh, well, I live in San Diego. I was like, oh, well, that's a bummer. But he's like, but actually, I think I will be in LA Labor Day weekend. I'm like, great. It would be great to connect. Then he sends me this link and I'm like, what is this? And it's called Nudies. N-U-D-I-E-S. Okay. And it's a party that happens regularly or did at that point in San Diego. And they were trying to expand it down to LA. Yeah. And basically it's kind of like a circuit party. Okay. But naked. But naked. Like you check your clothes at the door? As You don't have to be naked. But like your nine, underwear? 99 or 95% are naked. Some guys have on jocks. But. I think I would start with a jock. You know what? I just I went. For you it. just went full I, dog. I just, I just went for it. Okay. Um, and so yeah, you walk in. It was at. Um, was it dark? It wasn't as big as a regular circuit party. Okay. You know? I would say there were probably a couple hundred guys as opposed to like two thousand. Okay. Um, and it was actually at a sex club, I believe, but it was pre- usually for like straight swingers. But oh. Um, but so you walked in and it had a bar just like. And uh, a DJ and go-go dancers. But then most people were just walking around naked. Yeah. And then they had... I mean, it was dim, but it wasn't dark. Okay. Um, And there were areas that were kind of more... You could mess around anywhere. There weren't rules that you couldn't mess around out in the open. Sure. But if you did want more privacy, there were areas... Like corners. Yeah. Or even separate rooms. Cool. And yeah. And so it was kind of... It's weird that I'm calling this sweet. But like the guy that I came with was... um, 
he could tell that I was nervous. So he was like, and we had messed around before. He's like, if you like want to mess around with me a little bit, like to kind of just like break the ice. Yeah. Like that's sweet. So like it's your training wheels at the, at the orgy. Yeah. Like kind of, he was like, let's go like mess around. And so like we made out and like sucked each other off and we might've both fucked each other a little bit. And then he's like, do you, you like, you feel like you're like comfortable and you've like like, got the energy (laughs) now. Like people have, you've been watched, you've watched like, and so then we would like kind of part ways do our own thing and then like refind each other every so often. Wow. And yeah. Yeah. I wish I still didn't. My first thought is like herpes. I just think about like a bunch of people making out and like, or like ST, you know what I mean? I'm sure. just like, I mean, we're, I mean, at least we're talking now in the era of prep. Yeah. And yeah. It, oh, and, for and, sure. And, and, for and there sure. were not to say that, and you know, there were bowls of condoms and lube around, but no one was using I mean, them. Not a lot of people. I no, won't, I won't lie. But, um, you know, again, probably not, or probably not, definitely not the safest way to be having sex. But yeah. It was so anonymous. I don't, um, I aspire to feel comfortable at a group sex event. Last time I did anything similar was burning man. And I was on like Molly and stuff like that. But, my friends who who participate in group sex love it. Like a group, they like love it. It can it can really be fun. I just I do like it. And I think especially in that setting because it was less um pressure cur- curated or cultivated. Oh, okay. It was like 200 guys. It's not like oh, I went to this Eight thing. Guys. I went to this thing with five guys and now I've realized that I'm only attracted to three and now like and you have to kind of engage kind of, with the other we're, two. We're there. It's like Okay, we're all, we've all seen each other naked. We can feel each other's energy. Yeah, like you know, now you're only entering into sexual activity with people that you truly, truly want to. It was. Is there a lot of politics with like turning people down and like taking people's hands off you or like? You know, I remember people being very respectful. Oh, and great. I think it, you know. It, sometimes you would. I, I do think there were some verbal, you know, can I touch you? Okay. Some people were as good as that. And others, if they touched you and you just you like, could nope, lightly nope. push their hand away. Yeah. And it was okay. At least in my experience, I didn't have any one that I felt like I had to get yeah, serious in with their face. Like, do not touch me. Or could you imagine a fight break out and you're all covered in lube? So you're just all sliding all over <sighs> each other. I can't That'd be fucking cool. Fun to watch. Yeah. If I was the security guy, like from the booth, like watching a bunch of slippery gay dudes like slap attack each other, <laughs> like a bunch of jellyfish. <laughs> 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 um. Okay. So wait, have you gotten to do a group here in LA? Mm. What was the thing? Okay. Your can we talk about your ex? But just say your ex or no? It's okay. I don't know. Damn. What's, okay. What's the question? I just want to know about that time where you were blowing someone. Oh well, he, he saw that. Oh, uh, so um. Oh, okay. Are there secrets? No, but I'm just saying it. It's it's nothing that him and I haven't discussed already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know you it were was with. Just at a, it was just at a house party, and <laughs> okay, casual. <laughs> just a casual house party where I was sucking someone's dick and, by the fireplace. Yeah, and yeah. But like, how did what state of dress were people in? Were other people sucking dick at this house party? Yeah, I mean, it's so, it's just so wild, like how. At some of these house parties that I've experienced in LA where there will be people walking around fully clothed, yeah, like nothing, and then there will be people that all night walk around pretty much naked, and it's 
Like, people don't bat an eyelash. It's just kind of like that person chose to be naked. Sure. I chose to be clothed. Damn, I like haven't been in I not in a long time. I'll invite you. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm down. Um, 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 okay, so then sex now is good. I would say yes. I think I occasionally still put myself in situations that I'm setting myself up for failure, quote unquote. Like that instance I told you about the other day. Go on. Where with they don't know. With our neighbor. Remember I told you I was like I oh, 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 you were gonna play it you were gonna play it cool with one of our neighbors on the grinder grid. Yeah. And I got there and I was planning on like taking a stroll down Santa Monica Boulevard after. So I had already like showered and everything and I got in his apartment. It was hot, so then I was worried about getting sweaty. Yeah. Then we hadn't really dictated for sure what we were gonna do anyway and it just didn't make for the most satisfying experience um or not that i was dissatisfied but i didn't feel like i performed as well as i could have and that was my again midwestern people pleaser (laughs) you know so i was like i walked away feeling like oh like i disappointed so I think I have to stick to my guns on knowing what situations I'm comfortable in. Yeah. And, and who you're dealing with. Like, yeah. is this a one time 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. or is this like a guy I want to go to coffee with and exactly and try if, to go on a and date? If so don't don't go for the rando hookup. Totally. I, I told Garrett that my usual method of like getting to know someone is like jerking off with a guy first because I think it's like literally the perfect amount of sexuality where it's like you could just jerk yourselves off and like watch a guy jerk off. You could make out, you could jerk each other off. Or if the chemistry is insane, you can do more than that. But when you just go into a situation saying, do you want to jerk off together? It's just beautiful. Cause I could jerk off with the worst version of the guy that I'm going to meet up with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ed Esner. Yeah. Ed, yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, okay. So, then let's play hot or not. Okay. Okay. So this is just around where I say things and you tell me if you think they're hot or not. Um, the website hot or not. Not. Oh, were you on it? No. <gasps> I was like a 9.8 for years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Garrett is one of those very close friends who can't see why people are attracted to me. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was in high school though, and I'll never forget. We used to like they use thought our... you were a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> a gorgeous girl. A gorgeous androgynous human being. Um, but our math teacher would let us go on like hot or not and rate people if we like finished our like test. I hope this person is retired, because otherwise they're gonna be fired now. No. Uh, um okay, uh spit. Hot. On the receiving or giving end? Probably more receiving. Yeah. And is it like he's like, open your pig mouth? Yeah. Or they don't even have to say it. Like, you can just kind of tell. Do you give him signals? Like, do you kind of open your mouth? No. I can just... So, I don't need it to happen. Right. I'm not like, ooh, I want it. But if I can tell a guy is into it, like, like they just... He'll kind of go... Or maybe they, like, spit a little bit on, like, your cheek or something. Okay. And then it's like... I bet another signifier is if they spit on your hole. Oh it's yeah. Like, okay, he's a spitter. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever asked someone to spit on me or in my mouth, but it has happened, and I'm into it when it does. When I was like 24, 25, I went through a phase. Um, a uh, piss. Not. In no, in no way. 
so again, if I had a partner that was into it, I would say. It would have to be like a regular person or like, do you mean partner in the sense of the word like partner for the next hour? If it was someone that I was like, wow, this person is so hot. Oh, sure. It could be. Oh, my. If Liam Hemsworth was like, open your mouth and swallow my piss, I'd be like, good day, mate. But more but more likely a regular partner. Gotcha. And again, there would still be stipulations like we're putting down a tarp or it's in the shower. Sure, or, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. But um, I don't. Or it's on your enemies and your enemy's rug. Yes. Um, I, I actually don't know if I would do it with a partner. I think I'd rather do it with the hottest guy that I'll never see again. Well, I definitely. Oh, I get that. I definitely think that there's some kind of like mystery, nastier things yeah. that I wouldn't want to do with a partner. Yeah, because you're like, no, like, no, I love you. You're too. Or like, no, I'm I'm smarter than you. You can't pee in my mouth. <laughs> I don't is want. That, is that how it works? You I don't to, want you, dumb piss in my mouth. Wait, is that how that works? Smarter than the yeah, like you have to be smarter than the person. So you're no, no, no. For in this situation, it'd be it'd be like hotter. But like with a partner, they'd have to be like hotter and very in so many ways. Got it. And I don't think I no. Okay, so for me, I think the power dynamic of piss is a very dominant alpha sure. master. Th- not yeah. master. Sorry, I shouldn't use that word. But you know what I mean. Like yeah. Uh, Dom. Alpha Dom yeah. type. And like, I can't imagine where that guy would be my partner. But I don't even know if I'll ever have a partner. I think that is kind of what you want in a partner. Alpha Dom. Alpha Dom? A little bit. Yeah, but he'd also have to be like very like catering to me in certain ways. I think that exists out there. I think okay. that's a thing. Well, if you're listening. <laughs> um, you um, Alpha Dom sweethearts. You Alpha Dom <laughs> sweethearts. You sub Alpha Doms. <laughs> um, um, being tied up. Hot. Tying someone up. Not. Okay. Okay. Homophobic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, um, Oh, I just had one in my head and it was, oh, choking. Hot. You do like it. Uh, Being choked? Yeah. Oh, you like that one more than choking someone. But again, within reason, I would do it. I definitely, I, I would not go so far as to call myself a sub, but I definitely... Sub tendencies more so than Dom. You'll, for sure. He's your people pleaser. Yeah, absolutely. Submissive. Mm-hmm. I'll bake you a cake and I'll suck your cock. <laughs> absolutely. One hundred percent. Um. Um. Voyeurism. Hot. Exhibitionism. Hot. Sex outdoors. Ish. Sex uh-huh. where you can get caught. No, not. Oh. So I like exhibitionism in. Like a sex club. Yeah. Or even like you've talked on Grinder and they're like, come stand outside our window or, <gasps> or, or I don't know if that's a thing. I've never done that. But like that. Yeah. It's called Romeo and Juliet. Like, <laughs> like, come, <laughs> like, I don't want to make someone watch me have sex that doesn't want to watch. Of me course. Of course. That's like not consent. Yeah. Bill. Like, I don't want some poor little old lady to come upon. She's seen worse. Me getting She's railed. seen worse than you getting railed in but, your infested butthole. <laughs> I do. I do like the idea of being watched. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, homemade porn. Hot. Like you making it. Like your homemade porn. In theory, hot. I'm still working on body, accepting it. Body acceptance. Sometimes. Sure. Like I'm relatively accepting of my body in general, but video is. I think it's, it's interesting. It's a very unforgiving. It's a you know. Well, medium. angles that that capture penetration and the rest of your body are a little funky yeah. um 
Did I say come already? Mm-mm. Come. Hot. Okay. Swallowing come. Hot. Okay. Um. Um. Spanking. Um. Not. Or getting spanked. Same thing. I mean, like a. I would say a slap. Okay. It's hot, like while you're getting fucked, like a. Yeah. But like a full on like. Like as a fetish, like bend over something, get spanked a bunch of times. Yeah, like, no, no, no. It doesn't. Okay. Um, and then so probably pain is not. I mean, there is something to be said for like that 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 pleasure balance. Pain. Yeah. I mean, like, but definitely, as soon as it hits the pain, I want to back, back off. off. Sure. I got spanked really hard once, and I was like, "Oh, this is different than." what spanking is mm-hmm, to me mm-hmm. this is like painful like i've had like you know i think um you know like maybe someone bites your nipple you know or, oh, oh, oh we, or like we, a bite i i tenderly bite with nipples with my teeth like tenderly like a little like i'm teething like remember, i'm a puppy do you remember this story i told <gasps> you no so when i hooked up with that hot muscle daddy did he want you to rip man. his nipples off no he um he was uncut and I was sucking his dick and he says, he said oh, to me, bite. he said, bite my, bite my foreskin. So I like, like you said, did like, like, little, a little, like little puppy nibble. Like, and then he goes, <laughs> and he goes, no, chew on it. <laughs> okay. And, I, and like, I, I did it. You did? I did it. You snacked on his, yeah. on his foreskin? Yeah. It was like my my mid-afternoon protein <laughs> snack. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, okay, we can't do any better than that. So the last thing is just, um, do you have any advice for little Garrett before he began his sexual journey? I think it's a, there's a common theme, as I, you said, I'm a regular listener. Just start sooner. Yeah. And again, as long as it's consensual and feels right, do it. Play ball. And protect yourself. Yeah. Oh, wait. Do you have any advice for people like now? Do you know what I mean? Again, as long consensual. as it's consensual <laughs> and protect your health. Kind of, this, I apologize, kind of a do as I say, not as I do. But, <laughs> you know, protect yourself, you know? Yeah. Whether that mean means, you know, through contraception, contraceptives, excuse me. But also, just be careful about where you meet people. Sure. Let people know. Where you're going to be in Let, case you oh, don't wow. turn back up um, and trust your instincts. If something, if you walk in someone's apartment and or it, feels and off, it doesn't feel right, bail, bail. Yeah. I, what I hear from that is like self-love, like yes. self-preservation. Absolutely. Before a killer preserves you. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Where can people find you? Um, I'm not a celebrity, but if people did care. Not to- yet. Not yet. Not yet. If people care to see my Instagram page, it's Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T underscore Leopold, L-E-O-P-O-L-D. Amazing. I love you. Love you too. Isn't he just the sweetest boy you ever did hear speak? Um, He and I are having such a good time as roommates. Uh, If you didn't hear that in our voices, hopefully uh, we maintain this beautiful relationship. I don't see why we wouldn't. Oh, that was even negative for me to bring up. Um, Please follow Garrett on Instagram at Garrett underscore Leopold. Um, He's a cutie patootie. He's not in the industry. It's so refreshing. Um, He's such a goofball. He makes me laugh so hard. Um, And I just love him to death. Oh, my God. And he's listening to this probably 
That was that's a little masturbatory, isn't it, Garrett? Isn't it? You little pervert listening to your own episode, you sicko. Um, just kidding, I love you. Uh but I think that's it. Um, what a what a what a great one for the books. I also think I'm going to try and sneak attack uh Garrett with bonus episodes when he comes home a little buzz from the bars or comes home from a hookup. Um, because even though my sex life isn't popping off right now, he has all the potential in the world um, to pull some really hot trade uh, once, of course, his STI is taken care of. Um, but yeah, come see me uh, headline the Bray Improv Sunday, June 6th at 7 p.m. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash towerbottom. Uh, rate and review this pod and check out my merch at paper8apparel.com. Just search Tower Bottom or check my socials. I'll be posting about it any second now. Woo! That was a lot. That was a lot of housekeeping. And if you're still listening to this, wow, I love you. Um, the wind down, the cool down. It's important. After a, after a strenuous workout, you need to cool down. You need to stretch. You need to just like relax. You need to turn the lights off, put on some gentle music. So just like after a hardcore sex chat, you just gotta, you gotta let the, the boner deflate, let the, the wet spots you know, dry up a bit. Okay, I don't know where I'm going with this analogy. But if you're still listening to this, I love you extra special more. Um, And I miss you already. And until next week, keep sucking and fucking. I love you. Bye.